the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Hoff and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. That certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Uh, today's trivia theme is general entertainment. And we'll have some fun with that. So, Patty, I know it's been absolutely crazy out there with the uh, uh, real estate market. Why don't you give us an update? Well, yeah, people are buying things sight unseen. They are um, sellers are ready. I'm starting to see some sellers say, you know, I'm out of here because of the fires. It's usually people that are not originally from here. But, I mean, that's besides the point. I just looked at – Q3 and compared, we were seven months into the pandemic. I compared the third quarter of this year with the five previous quarters. Okay. And, and I've got that data for every um, county in the Bay Area. And for example, in Marin County, um, the average from, so five quarters ago, the average sales price was a million two. In 2019, it was a million two eighty. It's a million five five oh now. Wow. So it's been pretty flat. So um, days on market has averaged about 50. We're at 42 this year. Um, let's see. Percentage of listings sold that are in contract at any given time is was like 50, 60, 55, 51. And all we've been saying is that there's no inventory. Everything's sold. And right now we're at 64%. Like every measure everywhere is just pointing to this is a solid market. This is what's amazing to me. Now, prices have gone up, but they haven't gone up that much. So, uh, proportionately, for number of sales over 4 million, that segment of the, every segment of the market's off the charts, but 4 million, 11 sales, 30 sales, 20 sales, 21 sales, 49 sales in the third quarter. Wow, 49 though? This last quarter. This is comparing the third quarter for the last five years. Now, some of it has to do with the delayed spring market. And some of it has to do with... Uh, it's clearly the higher end is moving like the percentage of sales over 2 million for the past five years, 24%, 42%, 34%, 28%, 51% this year. Well, well, let me ask you this question. How how have the fires affected uh, Bay area prices? Um, I don't, you know, it's kind of mixed because in Marin, it really, it, it, it has affected 
people going out and looking. And that being said, we're still in a manic market. So when the skies were deadly, then people didn't go out. But even, I do a lot of business even in Napa. I've got something um, a few blocks from this French laundry and it's a million thirty three fifty, and we're selling it furnished. That would be like, nobody's gonna let the French laundry burn. So that's, you know, gonna be protected. But anyway, the point is if you, people are looking for houses to rent and to buy in Napa and Sonoma counties. So, uh, especially Napa. So, and if you can buy something furnished, they pretty much need furnishings. So it's, it's a mixed bag because is it keeping people away from there? Not really. It's kind of like hurricanes, like hurricanes don't stop us. Excuse me, hurricanes, earthquakes. You know, Mm -hmm. my friends and family on the East Coast say, don't you, aren't you worried every day about earthquakes? No, I'm not. Yeah. So it's. it's I mean, they get hurricanes a lot more often than we get earthquakes. (laughs) They do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Snow. So, uh, so Patty, the, um, you know, point being is that we're just, we're still in a seller's market and any idea, uh, any thoughts on when that, could potentially shift or do you see the metrics such that until the metrics change significantly, it's going to remain a seller's market. I think it's going to remain a seller's market because also we're benefiting, if you will, from people that are leaving the city. The San Francisco numbers don't look like this, but the other Bay area counties pretty much do. Um, mm-hmm. So then, you know, and then there's the pandemic and people losing their jobs in the general economy, but net net people, we're in a little bubble here. Like not many people I know are really hurting. Unfortunately, essential workers are hurting and they unfortunately can't afford to buy houses here. I mean, it's just the way it is. So people still have money. And in fact, they might have more money if they're going to take it out of the stock market for fears of that, they're going to put it in real estate. Like people are still just parking money. Um, Sales over 2 million are off the charts also. So it's, I've never ever seen it like this. And all, and all we've been talking about for the past, I don't know, seven years is how crazy it is. And it's more (laughs) than ever. Yeah. It's more than ever. It's nothing. Yeah. You keep wondering, you you keep wondering when it's going to change. And so I just checked like housing wire every week they come out with, you know, the, a rolling four week, you know, forecast, uh, 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 not a, not a forecast. Basically, what's what's happening in the marketplace, and and these are nationwide numbers. I saw that uh, the median home sale price. And again, that's not that's not my favorite metric, but uh, it's the easiest one to get to, the quickest one to get to. The uh, the median home sale price nationwide is up 15% year over year, and that's the largest ever uh, mm-hmm. for a nationwide figure. We've seen 15% year over year increases in various marketplaces in California and the Bay Area, but nationwide never. So that's the first time uh, they've ever seen it. And they've got these things plotted in graphs. And it's interesting, when you look at a graph of a normal uh, national real estate market, the median price starts out uh, at a certain point, it goes up into the spring and then comes back down in the fall. It's like a little, you know, like a bell curve. Uh, this year is the first year in 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 um, any year on record where it's not a bell curve. It just keeps going up because we haven't, the spring market started in July and hasn't stopped. Yeah, exactly. And then there, are, but then places like um, Florida, Vegas, Arizona, there's, they're predicted that there are going to be some tough things going on because what happens, uh, you know, 
what happens if there's an eviction moratorium? What happens if there's no help for these for people that are losing their can't make, pay their mortgage or whatever? Right. So that affects landlords. That affects people that owners. It just so we don't know. But I, I the Bay Area is. Hey, hey Patty, we're going to get to a commercial yeah, right yeah. here. Here's our first trivia question. Uh, what is the name of the coffee shop in the TV show Friends? You know that they always kind of congregate at, a, at one mm-hmm. coffee shop. Uh, call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win the tanning certificates. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here, along with Mark Hunt, Tom Fawn, and Patty Cohen. Um, first trivia question was What was the name of the coffee shop in the TV show Friends? I'm racking my brain out for that one. I can't remember. Oh. But something brew, isn't it? Uh, Central Perk. In Central uh, Perk. That's right. Yeah. I knew it was something New Yorky, and I couldn't figure that's out what it was. Exactly. That's, that's it. Central Perk. No, you wanted to ask Patty about San Francisco. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Just give me a second. I'm getting the figures. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we were just talking about in the last segment, or Patty was, how, you know, uh, home prices are going up, uh, or the activity is so hot in Marin and Sonoma in Napa counties. And, and we've had, talked about on the last several shows how people are moving out of San Francisco um, and, you know, that uh, there's some price drops, but, you know, we're comparing price drops between condos, which were steeper yeah. uh, versus single family residences. So I was wondering, Patty, if you have any um, can weigh in on that, if you're seeing anything specific happening lately. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco is not as strong as us, um, but if you think about it, there's still activity because people are still selling their homes, but prices are not, there are, there's price reductions, and I mean, it's not taking a dive, it's just not as strong. Um, so people think like, well, nothing's going on there. Well, things are going on because people are selling their houses, and, and there are buyers. So for example, um, I have the numbers at, for um San Francisco condos as well as single family homes. And also, um, I can, I won't get into it here. If anybody wants it that's listening, I'm happy to send, send the data mm-hmm. for um, units, like two to four units. But for example, the, the, what I had talked about for the, the third quarter this year, the average price was a million six sixty, and last year it was a million five seventy eight. So, you know, it was much bigger than much less than the rest. Um, for condos, last year it was 1275, 1250 this year. For, you know, wow. third quarter. Okay. Yeah. So a little bit of a drop, not a, not a huge price drop, but uh, yeah. Because um, they talked about rents going down double digits in San Francisco. And I did see somewhere, because again, I know there's a lot of different uh, measurements uh, for tracking what's happening in condo prices, but uh, I heard one measurement that it was down over 10% year over year prices, which is still, again, uh, for how high yeah. San Francisco real estate has gone up over the last 10 years, uh, yeah. you know, a 10% drop is not like a fire sale. Exactly, <laughs> so, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I have a client looking for a place to rent in San Francisco and she, she was actually surprised how 
the, num- the numbers are holding. But I mean, in terms of like the, the graph the, mm-hmm. on each of those different barometers, um, days on the market, percentage in contract, number of listings, it's not the dramatic increase that we have. It's the same normal increase for the crazy market that we've been having. But condos, not really. I mean, days on market is longer with condos. Percentage well, in contract are fewer. You got to figure that the um, shelter in place is making people want more space rather than less. Yes, yes. And the over, um, the over 4 million, for example, no, actually over 5 million in San Francisco for the last five quarters, 18, 11, 12, 16, 22. So, People with money are coming to beautiful places where they can shelter. Maybe it's a second home. Maybe it's a third home. Maybe that. Maybe you know that's San Francisco. So people are going in. They're buying, and some of it's a function of the prices up, but not that much. Hmm. Yeah, and that's you know, not just a delayed market because it's a percentage. Yeah. You know, it's interesting, you know, so, you know, at our company, of course, we um, we raise money from investors that we use to make loans. And for the last couple of years, we've actually seen an increase in investments in our mortgage debt funds from folks who have been selling real estate because uh, and this was very uh, uh, prevalent a year ago. A lot of people felt that real estate prices had peaked. Uh, and you know, and we've been doing the show a while, Patty, and and we've talked about this. And and and, and probably a year ago, last summer, we were you know, we were probably ta- having the same conversation, saying that you know, if you're thinking of selling, there's no better time than now because we you know we didn't know where uh, mortgage rates were going to go. We didn't know if we were or we we pretty much felt that we were at the tail end, uh, maybe the crest. Uh, as we sometimes refer to it, of the wave in terms of home price appreciation. And I remember talking about maybe 2020 is going to see a flat or even maybe a dip. And even the Case-Shiller Index, which tracks um, home price per square foot, it's one of the most accurate measurements of which direction home prices are truly going in, in sub-markets throughout the California as well as the United States. And even that was showing a trend you know, uh, last year at this time of, of uh, uh, appreciation basically flattening out to zero. And, and it's just kind of interesting that, um, um, you know, a lot of people have been wondering the last couple of years, you know, is now the time to sell? And I just, I find it interesting. We're kind of saying the same thing now or a year later. We're going, well, it's, it's, you know, if you're thinking of selling, there's probably not a better time because if you're going to bet on mortgage rates going any lower than they are now, that's probably not a safe bet. Uh, and if you're, <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, and, and we just, you know, you got to be nervous about unemployment because uh, affordability, you know, individual home buyer affordability is, is based on um, largely on unemployment, uh, at least historically it has been. Probably the only reason why we haven't seen prices go down is just simply there isn't enough inventory out there. And so there's enough demand uh, and a fraction of uh, units from prior years uh, that, uh is really kind of artificially in, 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 in one, one could argue artificially keeping home prices uh, up uh, and increasing. So it's just, it's, it's interesting um, for those listening, wondering, you know, should I sell now? Should I buy now? Um, it's, uh, it's been a really interesting run in residential real estate uh, since, well, the last 10 years, really. 
Yeah. I mean, and the, the biggest factor that is driving this is the pandemic. I mean, low interest rates, all of it, but the pandemic put a whole wrench in everything. And it, you know, I mean, it was, we, we were predicting it's time for it to be flat. We've ridden this up now seven, eight years, but the pandemic changed right. a lot. And there's a lot of things that are still unknown. So well, you're was, right about the, let's talk about what the pandemic has changed. So a year ago, we were saying, People are moving into smaller units. Uh, we're going to see more. Uh, we're going to see multifamily housing built around uh, uh, commute corridors. Uh, people are leaving the suburbs. Uh, the cities were looking pretty good. Uh, and, and now with the pandemic, it's the exact opposite. It's all of a sudden, well, uh, those multifamily projects are getting stalled. People actually want to, to live in the suburbs. They want their own home. Um, it used to be that if you house had a pool that was a negative. Now it's a positive yeah. because people want the, to, to recreate at home. So yeah. larger homes are all the rage all of a sudden. So it's interesting. We just really, you know, no one knows what the future holds. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's just, the, no one predicted this pandemic. And I'm sure somebody's going to put up that YouTube channel of the person saying that they predicted it. But let's just say no one did. Um, there they are. Right, we're going to cut to our second commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get into email time and deal of the week. All right. Uh, second trivia question. Entertainment is the theme. What does the comic book character Perry White do for a living? That's our trivia question. All right. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Uh, and again, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about email time and uh, deal of the week. I'm sure Nam's got one and I've got one too. All right, stay with us. The Best of Investing. I'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. And welcome back to the Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, along with Mark Hong, Nam Phan, and Patty Cohen. Uh, let's see, second trivia question. What does the comic book character Perry White do for a living? Mark? Uh, is he the guy, the um, the newspaper editor boss in, on uh, Spider-Man? Uh, well, he is the newspaper editor for Superman. So Superman, but, okay, uh, got it wrong. You got it right, though. He is a newspaper editor. Very good. Okay. All right. Um, so let's see here. Okay, let's get into a couple of emails here. So Patty, a uh, question comes in. How much should staging cost? Oh, that's a big question. And, and part of it is how do we define staging? Because back in the days, you know, when it first came out, it, you know, a person would just, the designer would bring in furnishings and that's it. But now it also entails landscaping, detailing, mm. remodeling, flooring, painting. Oh, yeah. I mean, pe some people will spend... $150,000 to prepare their home and they will wow. return. There will be a return on investment. Wow. Um, now that being said on average, it's probably about $7,000. But now if you've got a small, I've got a great stager and she's so reasonable, like a small condo, the minimum's 3,500. Um, uh, 1,500 to 2,000 square foot house, just minimum, we don't stage every single room, is about uh, 5,000. But for the most part, a, a bigger home is going to be like eight to 12, 15, something is that like that. Is that per month or? No, okay, so it's generally a two month contract. 
Gotcha. And at the end of two months, and pretty much everything sells. But if it doesn't, there's a holding over period where you pay per month. Okay, which has got to be a lot less because the furniture is already there. Huh? We don't, have to, we don't have to move it around a lot. Yep. Yeah. So you're paying for the design, the carpet, yeah. Um, so the other thing that I've been starting to do is virtual staging, $300. So I get it professionally photographed I and per image. So if I'm, I'm going to do like maybe 10 images, you don't really even need that many. And it's going to cost maybe $300. And we can remove furnishings. So even if someone's living there, so we they can remove furnishings. Basically, right? Yeah. <clears throat> we can remove Smart. that red wall in the dining room, that blue room in the boys' room. You know, we can Very make smart. that white. Everything's just, and these days, honestly, if you're if you're thinking about remodeling your house, everything, all the walls should be. You know, back in the day, it was different colored walls and different. Uh, floor coverings the same floor covering for throughout no more carpet and the same color walls throughout which is pretty much white that's what's in hmm. let wow. people use their imagination yeah so and that's all with photoshop that's yeah. all with uh okay you add a second story yeah, yeah. Elevator, yeah, yeah. You can add a whole house, and so oh, sorry, it's just a lot. And, and it comes with a Picasso yeah. painting, you know. Um, so, Patty, <laughs> how, do get, how do people get a hold of you if they have more questions about real estate? They just, oh, okay. So I'm Patty Cohn, and I am with Compass, and I'm at uh, Patty dot at Compass dot com. That's P A T T I dot C O H N. My phone number is four one five seven two two forty eight forty two. Okay, that's a really so, good Patty, point. you mentioned people are buying real estate sight unseen. So you get the, the whole thing like digitally altered with remodeled <laughs> yeah, with exactly. different paint walls. Then they walk in after they bought the house. It's like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Yeah. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a shack. Yeah. Yeah. Ahead of time. This, shack. this wall is actually red. But <laughs> here's what it'll look like when it's white. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, Nam, a question comes in that says, uh, with your new fund, uh, the Pacific Southwest Note Fund, you're primarily buying loans in Texas. Why Texas? Why Texas? Why not? <laughs> Big state. <laughs> There's a lot of homes in Texas, Edward. No. Uh, why? It's, I mean, it's the type of note that it is. And, and um, you know, it, we, we've talked, to, talked about this on previous shows. So Southwest Note Fund is buying essentially seller carryback notes. And a seller carryback note is essentially a loan between the seller of a home and the, and the buyer. Uh, and why would somebody get a loan from the home seller? Uh, it's because in a lot of parts of the country, um, that's the norm. And in fact, I think you mentioned this before, Edward, a third of the mortgages originated in the U.S. are uh, loans like the seller carrybacks. Now, they're just not as common in uh, major metros in states like California where the average home price is so high, where really your best option is a bank. And in fact, a lot of times in other markets where the, where the home prices are lower, uh, oftentimes these borrowers can't qualify for bank loans. So getting a bank loan isn't necessarily an option in some of these markets, with Texas being um, you know, a state where this, these seller carryback loans happen uh, quite frequently. So... Uh, you know, we, the Pacific Southwest Note Fund, acquiring these notes, we're working with a gentleman in Texas who has done this for several decades. Uh, and uh, they're a great opportunity for us and our investors to diversify uh, our investments. 
Um, and again, this is just, uh, it's not just Texas. Uh, we're starting out in Texas, but we'll be expanding into other states. Okay. And, and uh, more the returns are, are, yeah, uh, to get more information, uh, they can call 415-883-2150. They can go to www.pacificprivatemoney.com. On the invest page, we give uh, good details, overview of each of our funds, including the Southwest Note Fund. But ultimately, um, you know, give us a call and we'll send you more information about the fund itself. Okay. Yeah, companies that have funds uh, like Pacific Private Money, they're they're always going to be opportunistic in nature, uh, and oftentimes, um, you know, many of the different fund investment opportunities that uh, investors uh, can, you know take a look at and, and decide on, on whether or not this, you know, fits their investment strategy. Um, oftentimes uh, you'll see that some of them have broad strategies for how they uh, invest your capital. And some of them have more of a hedgehog as they call it, very focused strategy. Um, our legacy fund that we established in 2013, the Pacific private money fund uh, has kind of a broad, uh, um, a, a broad menu of loans that we do in that fund. But the other three funds that we launched, recently, including the Southwest note, fund is they're very, very specific in terms of what they do. So like the Southwest Note Fund just buys performing seller carryback notes that it can purchase at a discount. Um, the uh, uh, North Star Capital Fund only makes construction loans in California and also is able to provide a, a, a unique higher yield thanks to those construction loans. And then lastly, our, our Pacific Freedom Fund is one that just pays a flat 7% to people who uh, prefer to invest in a vehicle that has no enforced lockup period. So again, for more information, check it out. Lots of uh, fund choices at Pacific Private Money. Go to PacificPrivateMoney.com. All right, uh, going to our third trivia question here. What Clint Eastwood film was loosely inspired by the 1960s serial killer known as the Zodiac Killer? What uh, film, hmm. what Clint Eastwood film was loosely inspired by the 1960s serial killer known as the Zodiac Killer? All right, call 888. Go ahead, make my day. <laughs> First caller with the correct answer is going to win a tanning certificate. And actually, that came from a different movie, by the way, what you just yes, said. Yes, it did. <laughs> All right. Don't touch that. We'll be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hoffman, Farm and Patty Cohen. Third trivia question. What Clint Eastwood film was loosely inspired by the 1960s serial killer known as the Zodiac Killer? Bridges of Madison County. <laughs> no. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Oh, I'm remembering it. The car and the baseball bat. The, the mule. No. No, Dirty Harry. Oh. oh. Yeah, it was Dirty, Dirty Harry. Yeah, I remember because that's what the first thing is. He's uh, he's got the bad guy there. Anyway, okay. So Mark got the answer wrong, but we know what his favorite Clint Eastwood movie is now. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Prince is There you go. Okay. Um, so... Mark, you want to share an article and then we'll get into some deals. I, I do. I want to get a little look. We just had uh, two back-to-back -back weeks of um, presidential debates. And I want to share with you a surprising article 
hot off the press from this week uh, that um, I, I had to read twice because I, uh, I couldn't believe it. I'm not going to give you the headlines, but uh, I'm going to start out by, by just quoting uh, uh, right from the article. On Monday morning when President Donald Trump was a COVID-19 patient admitted to Walter Reed Hospital, he tweeted in an all caps that Democratic wins in the November 3rd election would shut our economy and jobs down. A few hours later, Goldman Sachs, that storied investment bank that has sent several high-profile employees to the Trump administration, had a different take. A Democratic sweep, meaning wins would hand the Democrats control of the White House and Senate, adding to the House of Representatives, which they already control, would boost the U.S. economy, according to Goldman Sachs chief economist Jan, I'm going to pronou uh, pronounce it, uh, Hatsius? I don't know. Anyway, wow. Goldman Sachs is saying a democratic sweep would boost the U.S. economy. So here's what she said. All else equal, such a blue wave would likely prompt us to upgrade our forecasts. It would sharply raise the probability of a fiscal stimulus package of at least $2 trillion shortly after the presidential inauguration on January 20th, followed by longer-term spending increases on infrastructure, climate, health care, and education that would at least likely match longer-term tax increases on corporations and upper-income earners. So basically what they're saying is, is that, you know, because those of us who tend to sway to the conservative side, uh, economically anyway, um, are, are, have been really nervous about the Democrats potentially sweeping because we know they're going to raise our taxes and what's that going to do, what impact will that have on the stock market, the economy in general, you know, et cetera, et cetera, interest rates, all of that. And what they're saying is, um, you know, notwithstanding the scare tactics that the Trump administration uh, is employing to try to get reelected, um, that might not necessarily be the case. And there's some pretty part smart people at Goldman Sachs, so I find that pretty pretty interesting uh, that they hold that, uh, that they chose wow. now to come out with that prediction because uh, um, that should be uh, uh, really big news um, repeated uh, quite a bit throughout the, the, uh, the media in the coming days. Yeah. Wow. Hey, can, we, can we move over to uh, Deal of the Week? Um, sure. I'm going to give you a quick one, and then Mama will let you uh, continue on. So we got a call sure. this week from a borrower who, <clears throat> you know, high FICO score, got lots of money. And you go, you know, but he still needs a little bit extra money to complete the down payment uh, on a property. And it's going to be like, you know, less than 40% loan to value. And the question is, well, why is he coming to us? And uh, the answer is that he is a couple of years away from turning 59 and a half, and he doesn't want to take the money out of his, he's got millions in his IRA. But what happens when you touch your IRA, especially doing it before 59 and a half? You pay taxes right. and you gotta pay the penalties to the IRS and Franchise Tax Board. So it's cheaper for him to borrow the money. And because he has most of his money tied up in IRA accounts, uh, the bank is not that excited because they can't force him to liquidate those IRAs um, to, to pay the loan back. So that's wow. a, a typical situation where um, it's something out of the box. Uh, mm -hmm. Banks don't really understand it, can't really deal with it. And so they end up uh, coming to Pacific Private Money to uh, ask for a loan. Interesting. That's fantastic. 
So uh, my deal of the week, uh, this one is uh, interesting. Part of it uh, ties into what we started the show with, uh, with Patty talking about home prices and prices above, uh, in this case, uh, in the $5 million range. So we actually got this uh, deal over the weekend. And um, this was uh, somebody who has an offer on a property in Marin. The property uh, is in contract for over $5 million. And uh, they, they really, you know, these people are very, very qualified, as are many of our bridge loan borrowers. Um, and they're coming to us in this case because they were in contract. They have a loan that was in process that at the last minute got delayed. So they were under a lot of pressure to perform and close on time. Otherwise, they were in jeopardy of losing their deposit. But not only that, there's being that it's a hot market, there was a backup offer on uh, on this property that was 500,000 over what theirs was. That's actually 10% of the, the uh, purchase price. Uh, so not only would these people lose their deposit, but you know, making offers in, in the same neighborhood, now they're competing against people who are coming in, you know, people aren't holding back. They want to get into these properties. So um, they came to us, we learned about it on a Sunday or Saturday. We started the loan process on a Monday and we funded and closed by Wednesday. Nice. So oh this is a record $3 million loan. Uh, and these people are well qualified. You know, this one is probably going to last us about maybe two months. Um, but, you know, people need that. They were in jeopardy of losing their deposit. We provided a bridge loan and we closed. That was a mad scramble, but, you know, that's why we're here. And that's why we've been so busy is this, the market's so hot that uh, our bridge loan is really, really a uh, popular uh, option for, for borrowers right now. But we don't want a, a tidal wave of, can you close in two days? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those are fire drills. And those, yeah. are, those are not easy. Uh, every now and again, yeah. Every yeah. other day, not so much. <laughs> Taking gray hair. Uh, so, Nam, uh, people have uh, borrowing questions. Uh, if they want to close give quickly, us, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, they give us a call, 415-883-2150. They can go on our website. We actually have on our website where you can click on the borrow link, submit the information, and that goes to one of our loan agents. And typically, we'll answer, be able to respond within uh, an hour of the request. But really, the best thing to do is to give us a call directly uh, at 415-883-2150. And, you know, we'll tell you really fast if we can do the deal or, um, you know, if we can't, we'll let you know right away as well. And, and surprisingly, so many of our leads come from real estate professionals, either mortgage brokers or realtors. And yet that being the case, there's still, I would say still the vast majority of realtors and mortgage professionals don't really understand how powerful a tool a private money bridge loan can be. Uh, they're not as expensive as you think. Uh, there's a lot of competition in this space. This is a seasoned tool that we've refined as well as that we and other companies in California who do this have refined over the last five years. And it's, uh, it, it makes you actually a hero to your client. This is, not a, this is not a predatory hard money loan with scary rates and fees that are gonna make your client go running for the hills or get mad at you. This is their opportunity to close on a deal they wouldn't otherwise be able to land. It's All a right. really powerful tool. Good stuff. Stay with us. Best of Invest will be right back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. 
For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Nam Pham, Mark Honf had to uh, exit this stage left, and uh, Patty Cohen. Yes. Uh, let's see. <laughs> there you are. We didn't have a trivia question, but uh, Nam, you wanted to cover one quick thing before we have to uh, cut out today. Yeah, just you know, just ties into everything else we were talking about in terms of uh, the last quarter, Q3. You know, our average loan in Q3 was 35% higher than it was in the prior first six months of the year. Um, largely because of uh, a lot of the more affluence in the Bay Area or Northern California, in California, who are buying homes, uh, buying mm-hmm. second homes, uh, or you know, moving from San Francisco into Marin, um, the the average loan is you know was 900,000 for us, where back in uh, you know April May it was 700. So we're just seeing this spike and it's continuing. Um, so this trend, I think, is going to you'll see into Q4 and probably the spring market again in 2021. So uh, it's really interesting what's going on in the marketplace. But uh, again, you know, if you want to uh, either invest, learn about investing with us or borrowing, give us a call at 415-883-2150 or go to www.pacificprivatemoney.com. All right. And uh, Patty, why don't you give out your information one more time? Yeah, I'm happy to provide anybody out there with um, that rich data I was talking about on uh, seven months into the pandemic, some dramatic numbers. And my name is Patty Cohn, and I can be reached at patty.cohn, P-A-T-T-I dot C-O-H-N, at compass.com. I'm a real estate broker for 32 years in Marin County, and I'm at 415-722-4842. Hey, Patty, um, you know, I have to imagine, so just overall inventory is, is moving fast, but the uh, total inventory available has been just kind of subdued, not as much inventory out there, right. many listings, which is part of the supply issue. But you have to imagine as, as the pandemic starts to wane, uh, you'll see sellers uh, who have been sitting on the sidelines start coming out. Do you, do you think 2021, assuming you know, uh, the pandemic gets under control, that you'll see more listings in 2021 versus versus this year? I really don't, because net-net, there's always a shortage of inventory in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. particularly Marin. There's still, a, you know, not everybody acts quickly. So there's still people that are sitting in the pandemic going, okay, look, let's do it next spring after the school year, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and then there's, but there's, there's more sellers. I mean, because the same people that want to move to Marin, that many people want to get out of Marin. And then there's the mm-hmm. fires, but people kind of forget. And then, oh, here we are again. So I don't, I don't really see a mess amount of inventory i really don't and then in the same in napa i do napa and sonoma also like no yeah because of the fires i mean people are building and some people choose not to build and they want to buy and they they don't leave the community for the most part i I do think there will be more first-time home buyers just because the number of uh of younger adults who are living at their with their parents right now is high they're not paying rent they're accumulating you know some uh you know uh, a cushion down payment, presumably, and then interest rates are low. So 
maybe we'll yeah. see uh, a burst in, in new home buyer so activity. I think eventually San Francisco will come back. You know, yeah. People I think so work. too. Yeah, companies. But, I mean, but speaking of young people, I put something in escrow literally today, and she works for Nike, and they're millennials, and they're just in, and in Portland. This is so they're coming to Marin because they can shelter at home. So there's wow. You know, they they can work from home. There you go. And there's yeah. some net net more people are coming here. All right. Great. Well, thanks again for a good show. Um, we're going to cut out. Here, here's our thoughts for the day. I saw a sign that said "Watch for Children." I thought. Yeah, that sounds like a fair trade. No <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Isn't that cute? Okay, now here's a, here's kind of a little pun uh, riddle here. How do you kiss a florist with two lips? Ooh! In that, uh, I thought that was that really cute. That, that's that's one you give your daughter cute. to uh, tell her friends. Okay. Yes. All right. Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. So long. So long. Hey, see you guys. You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.